Hi, this is Katie Orr, and you're listening to the Focus 15 Podcast. I know that life is busy, filled with demands and distractions that make it difficult to spend daily time in the Bible. So together, we'll dive deep into God's Word today. All it will take is 15 minutes. Hi, this is Katie, and you're listening to the Focus 15 Podcast number 6. Well, the past few months for me and my family have been uh, consumed with theater. My nine and six-year-old have been in a community theater, a play of The Little Mermaid Jr. It's a musical, and it's been so much fun, and they have loved every minute of being in it. And this week and next week have been all the performances, and just this weekend, uh, we had a bunch of friends from church come see the kids. And, and after the play is over, after the musical's over, all the cast members, there's 39 children in this play, they all run out to the lobby and they kind of line up in a line while the audience goes through and then they can meet the characters on their way out of the theater. And a, a friend of ours brought her three-year-old with her and her name is Tariana, and she just loves The Little Mermaid and, and was so excited to be there. And she went down the line and she saw all the sea creatures and the poor unfortunate soul and the sailors. And then she gets to King Triton and she lets out an ear-piercing scream that silenced everybody there. All the audience, the cast members, everybody just stopped to see what was going on because someone thought somebody was being robbed or murdered or something. It was so loud. It, it stopped everything. And then we realized that this three-year-old was just frightened by King Triton. Um, and then everybody kind of giggled and, you know, went back, back to normal. But what, what we're seeing here is that Toriana's the line of fantasy and reality are still being drawn in her mind. Um, you and I would, you know, obviously be able to look at, at the characters, King Triton. It's this, you know, 16 year old boy. We could see that, that this is not the real King Triton and that King Triton does not exist. But in Toriana's mind, it was very, very real. And her, her beliefs affected her actions and her emotions. This phenomenon does not stop with childhood. We all hold faulty beliefs, and many of them are tucked away in our views of God. The way you and I view God is so very, very important. If our mental portrait of God is off from what is true, it will affect our daily emotions and our choices. Over the next few podcasts, we're going to be looking at the characteristics of God that we see in Psalm 46. So I'm going to read Psalm 46 and we'll talk a little bit more about this idea of how our beliefs affect our actions. So in Psalm 46, it says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains treble, tremble at its swelling. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations rage and kingdoms totter. He utters his voice and the earth melts. 
The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come, behold the works of the Lord, how he has brought desolations on the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in all the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. And I cannot wait to dig into this with you, like I said, over the next couple weeks. But before we go any further, I want to talk about this cycle that I see that many of us can become stuck of. I call it the cycle of try harder. I share a story in my, in my new Bible study, Wild Obedience, of, a nugget, nug, of nuggets of wisdom that I, I heard during my college days. And it was this, that the most important beliefs I hold are what I believe to be true about God and what I believe to be true about myself. And of those two, of course, I believe that my beliefs about God is what is most important. And in the, in the wild obedience study, I go on to share, and this is a quote from the study. One familiar trap I find myself in is the belief that I must try harder to please God. After my worst moments, a vision of God flashes through my head. He is standing arms crossed, face stern and head shaking when he finds out the bad, uh, the bad choices I made. And I believe the lie that I am stuck in the mess of my sin alone without hope, forever marked with the burden of failure. So I throw my pity party, pick myself off the floor, and pile out of bed the next day, determined to try harder. I declare, I will get it right today. Only I don't. Again and again and again, I fail. This try harder life is exhausting. So that's a little bit of my heart that I share in the wild obedience study, but I ask you today, are you exhausted from the try harder life? Does this sound, do you, does your heart resonate with, with what I've shared about my own? Um, this cycle I see really leads to one of two places eventually. And for some, it takes weeks for some, it takes years or even a lifetime, but the try harder I I see it as like this hamster wheel (laughs) that you've just got to keep going on until finally you say, forget this. (laughs) This is, this is too much. And so the two places that I see that it leads is one, I'm done. I'm done. Or the other one is I've arrived. (laughs) I can figure this thing out. I've got this Christian thing down. And so you see that it leads to the prodigal. That's the, what the prodigal is eventually says is all these do's and don'ts. I'm done. I am sick of this. I'm sick of trying to please God. I'm sick of trying to please my parents. I'm sick of trying to please everyone else at church or fill in the blank. They just throw their hands up and say, I'm done. This isn't worth it. The other part is the other way that it can go is like I said, the place where you say I've arrived. And I see that as like the proud pew filler it's the person that, that goes to church faithfully and does all the right things, but they're really spiritually stunted. They, they haven't grown in years. They are filled with pride. They look down their nose at other people. Why can't you all figure things out? 
And in, in many ways, the prodigal and the proud pew filler, they're just as far away from God as the other is. And, and, and I've been both. And neither is what God has designed for us. Neither is God's plan for us. Growth in the Christian life does not come from trying harder. It comes from shifting our beliefs. And now I'm not suggesting that we just sit back and read theology books and we'll magically become a better person. (laughs) We have much effort to make in our Christian walk, but much of our efforts are thwarted when our beliefs are off. I fully believe that right beliefs precede right actions. If we think back to little three-year-old Toriana, if she knew the real person behind the Triton costume, she would know that he is a gentle, kind boy who would never do her any harm. But her beliefs were a powerful dictator of her emotions, and her emotions led led her to act in such a way that was inconsistent with the real Triton's character. When we choose sin, we choose a path that is inconsistent with God's character. A couple of podcasts ago, we we talked about plan A, how we were talking, we were studying Jonah and how Jonah ran away from God's plan. He said, I don't like your plan. Your plan is not good. I'm going my own way. Um, and, And through that, you know, he... He brought on uh, different things in his life that made it made it difficult. But eventually he did go back through repentance. He went back to that plan A and he eventually did say, God, okay, your will is what I want and you are good. You are in control. And I still don't understand everything about this, but I want to be in your plan That plan A is the green pasture. It's that safe place that God has provided for us. He is the one. He is a shepherd that moves us from place to place. Our job is to follow. Our job is to remain in his presence instead of run from his presence. And when we choose to leave the boundaries of that safety he's given us, we say to God, I know better. My plan is better. That grass over there looks greener. I'm going to go my way, God. Your plan is not good. You must not really have the best plan in mind for me. So do you see how when we do that, when we choose to go to a different pasture, when we choose to go to our own plan, the plan B, (laughs) that really it's our beliefs that cause us to do that. It's saying that this plan, Thing or this person or this situation is going to make me happier than God will. God is not enough to make me happy. God is not enough to make me feel safe. God is not enough to make me feel significant. God, you can't do those things in my life. I can't trust you. I can only trust myself or I can only trust this man or I can only trust my circumstances. The plea here is to believe better, not to try harder. And in the next few podcasts, we're going to look at four characteristics of God. One, that God is trustworthy. We see this in verse one. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. He's our refuge. He's trustworthy. He is safe. We also will look at that God is strong. He, God is our refuge and strength, it says in verse one. And then in 11, it says the Lord of hosts is with us, the 
God of Jacob is our fortress. He is a strong and mighty fortress, but he's also present. Again, we see in verse one, a very present help and trouble. He is not distant. He is with us. Verse seven, it says the Lord of hosts is with us. And then in 11, again, he says that the Lord of hosts is with us. God is present. Even when we feel alone, even when we don't understand it, he is with us. And then we will look at that God is sovereign. Verse four, it says, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the most high, the most high God over all other rulers. He is the most high. Anne Voskamp rightly states in her book, 1000 Gifts, the cornerstone of Satan's strategy is to get us to believe that God is not good. And I wholeheartedly amen that statement. I believe that a good indicator of spiritual growth is how big my view of God is. I don't want to look back at my life five years ago and say, I've really cleaned myself up and I've stopped doing these things and I've started doing these things. Now I can look over the past five years and see change in my behavior, but I don't think change in behavior is the best indicator of spiritual growth. I believe is how view, how big our view of God is. And so my prayer is that in five years from now, my view of God will be much bigger than it is today. And I pray that that will be true of you as well. God, we thank you for your word that gives us portrait after portrait after truth after truth of who you are. We are so thankful that you are trustworthy, that you are strong, that you are present, and that you are sovereign. God, I pray over our time over the next couple weeks as we dive into your word here in the psalm that you would open our hearts and our minds to these truths. I pray that you would show us places where we are not believing right things about you. And God, we, we know that your word renews our mind. So would you do that in us? Renew our mind with the truth of who you are. I pray that we each can believe better today and that as we believe better, that we would glorify you through our actions. We pray all these things in your name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Focus 15 podcast. You will find the show notes on the blog at katieor.me backslash truth. If you've enjoyed this episode of the Focus 15 podcast, consider leaving a review on iTunes to help others find the show. I'd love it if you check out my Focus 15 Bible studies at focused15.com. And as always, you can find me hanging out and sharing truth on Instagram and Twitter at katieor22.